Psalm 89 and verse 26, he shall cry unto me, thou art my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. This is preacher Chris Christian, pastor of the Lewis Lane Central Baptist Church in Churchill, Tennessee. I'd like to welcome you to the Rock of My Salvation program. Uh, we're going to be uh, beginning today, will be the first uh, 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 the first edition that will be on sermonaudio.com. It will probably be about the uh, sixth or so edition that will be on uh, YouTube and Facebook. But however that you're uh, uh, watching or hearing uh, this message, I, I want to say I thank the Lord for you and for tuning in to us and and uh, downloading or, or whatever, however you come about it. And uh, we just thank the Lord for the privilege and opportunity that we have to stand and to uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, preach or to teach his word in whatever capacity that we can. Now, we're going to be beginning uh, with this uh, with this program. We're going to be beginning a uh, series on the book of First John, and we're going to be beginning in First uh, John chapter 1 and uh, verse, looking at verses 1 through 4 today. And we trust that it'll be a blessing to you. Now, if you uh, uh, if it is a blessing to you, I'd ask that uh, however you do, whether it be comment on YouTube or uh, contact us through the email or whatever on uh, sermonaudio.com or on Facebook. Uh, we'd, if it's a blessing to you, I'd like to hear from you and let me know. And in the case of YouTube and uh, Facebook, if you would share and like and 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 all like that, it'd be a great uh, uh, it'd be greatly appreciated by me. You could help me get the word out. But <clears throat> without further ado, we'll begin at this time in First John chapter one, and we'll read First John chapter one verses one through three. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and by our witness, and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father, and with his Son, Jesus Christ. These things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. And so that's reading 1 John chapter 1, uh, verses 1 through 4. And as we begin in verse number 1 and begin to examine what that uh, 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 God has for us through uh, the pen of the Apostle John, we notice in verse number 1, first of all, that he uh, declares to us that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. And I'd like to uh, take a thought from that, uh, from verse number one, and uh, speak to you in these verses on the subject of the word of life. And, and it's obvious by what John says here, especially compared with John, uh, with the gospel of John chapter one, and uh, verse uh, one through, I believe about verse number three, that he's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ when he when he talks about the word of life, which obviously I'm using a King James Bible and the King James 
uh, translators uh, uh, believe so too, because they translated the word word in word of life with a with a capital W. So it's referring to our Lord and Jesus, uh, Savior Jesus Christ, the living word of God. I, I thank the Lord that he is called the word of God. And we're told in John chapter one, gospel of John chapter one, uh, verses one through about verse number three, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God, the same that was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And uh, so we, we can see that he is the word of God. He's the living word of life, the living logos, my beloved friend, the living uh, word of God, the, the living word of life. That, that word of life was manifested in the person of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we're told again in Revelation chapter 19 and verse number 13 that his name is called the word of God. And so I, I thank the Lord that he is the word of God. And I, I thank the Father that the living word of God is God and was God manifest in the flesh. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, the same that was in the beginning with God. He was, the word was from the beginning. Again, we notice here in, in, in verse number one of first John chapter one, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. I thank the Lord that the word of life was from the beginning. The living word of God was from the beginning. He's God manifest in flesh, and he was and is from the beginning. In eternity past, before ever the worlds were formed, Jesus Christ as God was there as uh, the second person of the Trinity. The Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 5, verse number 7, he says, uh, my beloved friend, there are three that by record in heaven, the word, the, uh, uh, the, the Father, the uh, word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. And, and we're told in Colossians 1 and 15, speaking of Christ, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Now, my beloved friend, that is not, as some of the cults teach, an indication that Jesus Christ was a created being, but rather, my beloved friend, that he he, he is declared to be the firstborn of God. It says, uh, 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 as he tells uh, uh, in the book of Psalms, his father speaking unto the son, this day have I begotten thee, just that he's declared my beloved friend to be the son of God. And then in Colossians 1 and 16, it said, uh, speaking of, of Christ, by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. My beloved friend, Jesus Christ is the creator of all things. He's the one, my beloved, that stepped out on nothing and made everything uh, uh, beloved, uh, beloved today and and, and uh, the uh, uh, Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, which is a quote from the book of Psalms, he said, uh, 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 he, he declares, he said, in the beginning, thou, Lord, hast laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hand. Jesus Christ is God, 
manifest in flesh, and he is creator, my beloved, and he made all things. He's the one that formed man of the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a, a living soul. He is the one, my beloved, that fashioned uh, the first man, Adam, from, from the dust of the ground, and formed him, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and Adam became a living soul. He is the progenitor, my beloved friend, and the creator of me and of you, uh, beloved. Amen. And uh, as he uh, speaks in in the in the in the Word of God, uh, in in uh, Jeremiah, the Bible tells us he said uh, God spake unto Jeremiah and said, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet to the nations, my beloved friend. Even though that you and I are the are the pre, are the uh, ancestors of Adam and of Eve, and it's been a long time, uh, many thousands of years since God formed man of the dust of the ground. Yet when he when you and I came into being, God fashioned us and He created us, and the Lord Jesus Christ fashioned us and created us and formed us in the belly of our mother. We, we, we He is our Creator. Jesus Christ is creator God. And so the word was from the beginning. He was there in the beginning, my beloved friend. And, and uh, 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 again, we want to uh, go on down, uh, go on uh, just a little bit further. Again, looking in verse number one, he said, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. In other words, that uh, John is saying that we heard him, and he said we, we, we saw him with our eyes, and we looked upon him, and our hands handled him. And, uh, of course, he's, uh, uh, that is a direct re reference to the time that they spent with him as, as his disciples during his earthly ministry, the three and a half years or so that 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 Jesus uh, uh, was here on earth working his uh, earthly ministry. Of course, uh, 33 and a half years, it's believed that Jesus lived upon the earth in a human body and in a body of flesh. Um, and uh, uh, But they were able to touch him. They were able to look upon him. They were able to handle him. And, and you know, I'm reminded when, when I read this, uh, he said that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. That makes me think about how that the disciples were gathered together in the upper room after that Jesus had rose from the dead. And the ladies had came in, and they had told them, said, we've seen the Lord. We know that he's alive. We, we know that he's rose from the dead, but they did not believe them. But they were there in the upper room, uh, my beloved, and, and and the door with the door shut, and Jesus appeared into their midst, and they were affrighted, and uh, uh, they thought that they had seen a ghost. But Jesus uh, told them, said, uh, 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 "See me, handle me." He said, "For a spirit hath not flesh and bone." as you see me have. And so, uh, my beloved friend, uh, he uh, he tells us here, John does, in, in verse number one, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. He said, we saw him. We we heard him with our ears. We saw him with our eyes. And we we looked upon him, and our hands handled him, and we, we know that he is the word of life. And so, the word took a form, uh, my beloved, and and we're told in John chapter 1, 
In verse number 14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Thank God. I'm glad that God came to this earth and took upon himself a body of flesh. And we're told again in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 5, and this is a quote from Psalms 40 and 6. He said, wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not but a body hast thou prepared me. What a blessing that is. Jesus came into this world. God, the Son, God, the Logos, God, the Word, the Word of life, came into this world and took upon himself a body of flesh, walked down here for 33 and a half years and did what I could not do and what you could not do in that he lived a sinless life. And he's the only man that's ever walked the face of this earth that's able to that was able to honestly say i do always those things which please my father he's the only one that can say that i can't say that you can't see that say that all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of god all of us my beloved as isaiah said like sheep have gone astray and turned every one to his own way but thanks be unto god the lord hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all. I'm so thankful that he that he walked down here that 33 and a half years, my beloved, and, and, and uh, I did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. He was holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, made higher than the heavens. When he was reviled, the scripture said, he reviled not again. He did what I could not do and did what you could not do, my beloved, and he lived perfectly and kept the law of God perfectly and made his way up Golgotha's rugged brow and there hung between the heavens and the earth and uh, made the atoning sacrifice of his life's blood, my beloved, amen, that washed away our sin, that satisfied the wrath and the justice of a holy God, uh, my beloved. And, and, and he who knew no sin was made sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. I'm so thankful that God took a form. As uh, the scripture tells us in, in, in uh, Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8, he said, uh, my beloved, let this mind be in you, um, which was also in Christ Jesus. I, I'm, I'm uh, uh, going in, the, uh, he said, who being in the form of God, um, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself um, and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Thank God. I'm glad that he took upon himself that body of flesh and that he made his way up Golgotha's rugged brow and there bled and died on the cruel tree that he might satisfy the demands of a, the righteous demands of a holy God and satisfy the justice of a holy God, my beloved friend. And he paid the sin debt that I owed and that you owed. But oh, listen, my beloved friend, I'm so glad that the word took a form. The word took upon himself a body of flesh. And, and he goes on to tell us in Philippians uh, 2 and 9, wherefore, because that he did this as a result of Christ doing this, wherefore, God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things in earth and things under the earth. 
and that every tongue should confess of that Jesus Christ is Lord of, to the glory of God the Father. Oh, I realize that there's a world of people out there, and my beloved, some call themselves atheists, some don't, but they all uh, have one thing in common. They have not submitted themselves uh, unto the Lord Jesus Christ. They have not believed on him. They have not received him as their Lord and Savior. They have not believed on him to life everlasting, my beloved. And so therefore, they do not recognize him as Lord. Beloved, there's going to come a day that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to God, we're told. He tells us in one place, he said, I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth and shall not return, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to God, whether they want to recognize him as Lord in this life, my beloved, or not. They'll recognize him as Lord when they stand before him at the great white throne judgment. And I'm so glad that the word uh, took a form. Thank God. Then we want to go on just a little bit further in, in verses two and three. And we read for this, for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son, Jesus Christ. We can see my beloved there in verse number two and three that the word was declared. The word has gone out. First Timothy three and 16, he said with Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. My beloved, the, 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 the word of life, the message of the word of life has been declared, my beloved friend. And the Bible tells us again in uh, John 5 and 39, Jesus speaking to the Jews said, search the scripture for in them you think that you have eternal life and they are they which testify of me. I want to tell you, beloved friend, the living word of God, the logos, my beloved, the, the living word of life, it has been declared. The message has gone forth. The gospel has gone forth for over 2000 years now. It's been going forth. And by the way, it's more widespread today than it has ever been in history. I know there's still people that haven't heard it, but my beloved friend, there's more that have heard it today and yet during the, the the time that we live in than have ever, I'm talking about a percentage of the world than in any other time since uh, the day of Pentecost, my beloved, the gospel is going out. It's going out on television. It's going out on the radio, my beloved. It's going out over the internet and websites and, and on YouTube and on Facebook and Twitter and, and all these different kinds of social media. My beloved, the word of God is going out. Now, in some cases, it's it's a corrupted word. In some cases, it's not the complete word of God. But beloved friend, the gospel message, nonetheless, uh, is going out. And I want to tell you, if uh, you don't have an excuse, there is no excuse before God. But I want to tell you, if you've heard something as simple as John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You've heard enough gospel, my beloved, to save your soul from hell. And there will be no excuses in the day of judgment. The word has 
has been declared, and it's been going out for over 2,000 years now. The Bible tells us again in Acts 3, 22 through, 20, uh, through 23, and that's a, a quote from Deuteronomy 18, 15, and 19. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me. Him shall you hear in all things whatsoever he shall command you. And he said it shall come to pass that whosoever shall not hear that prophet, he shall be destroyed from among the people. I want to tell you, beloved, the word has gone out. It's been declared. And, and the vast majority of the world, I don't care if they're Muslim, I don't care if they're Hindu, I don't care what they are in the day and age that we're living in, the vast majority of the world have heard about Jesus Christ and have at least heard about the claims that he's the Son of God and that he died for the sins of the whole world and that he rose again. I want to tell you, beloved friend, that simple truth right there that is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said, I declare unto you uh, that which I also believed, how that Christ died for our sins uh, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, uh, and that he rose again the third day uh, according to the scriptures. And that is the power of God unto salvation. Romans chapter 1 and verse number 16, Paul again he said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I want to tell you, that's enough to save the whole world, my beloved, if they had just received it. So the word was declared. And then we want to go on just a little bit further. In uh, uh, verse three, I want to look again. Verse number three, he said, "That which we have heard, uh, which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father." and with his son, Jesus Christ. I want to tell you the word of God restores fellowship with God. And uh, Jesus uh, said in praying in the upper room and what I call the true Lord's prayer, uh, John 17, 21, uh, Jesus praying that they all may be one as thou father art in me and I in thee, that they may also be one in us. So Jesus prayed for our restoration of fellowship with the Father. And, and, and then Colossians 1, 21 through 22, and he said, and you, talking about you and I, my beloved, uh, that, that were of Gentile descent, that were counted as dogs and counted as the offscarings of this world. And then we, we were separated from God. He said in Colossians 1, 21 through 22, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through dead to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. I want to tell you, beloved friend, the word, I'm, I'm talking about the living word. I'm talking about the logos, the living word of life. He restores fellowship with the Father. And if, if folk will just put their faith and their trust in him and the finished work of the cross of Calvary and in his shed blood to wash away their sin, I want to tell you, beloved friend, that he can, he can restore that lost fellowship with the Father. And you, my beloved friend, Amen. There was a time that we were separated from God. We were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel without God and without hope in this life. But it, uh, the Bible tells us you that sometimes were far off 
are made nigh by the blood of Jesus. Thank God, uh, my beloved friend. Uh, the word has, the living word, the logos, the living uh, word of, of life uh, has restored fellowship for us uh, with the Father. Thank God, what a blessing that is. And the Bible said that he took that handwriting of ordinances that was against us uh, and that was contrary to us uh, and took it out of the way nailing it to his cross. Thank God. I'm glad that he paid my sin debt and he paid your sin debt on the cross of Calvary. What a blessing that is. And the word restores fellowship with the Father. And then we want to go on just a little bit further. And rather, I, 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 I've noticed that I, I need to back up just a little bit again in verse number two. Verse number two, we'll read it again. And he said, for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. I want to tell you, beloved friend, thank God, not only uh, uh, does the word, uh, uh, not only was the word from the beginning and not only did the word take a form and not only was the word declared and not only does the word restore fellowship with the father, but thank God the word brings unto us eternal life. What a blessing that is. Notice what he said again. He said, for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. Thank God. I'm glad that the word of life, I'm glad that the, that the living word, the logos, my beloved friend, amen. It brings eternal life. What a blessing that is. First John 2 and 25, and he said, this is the promise of he hath promised us even eternal life. And then again, Ephesians 2, 11 through 13, he said, wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Thank God I'm glad the living word of God, the living word of life, it brings unto us eternal life. Jesus declared in John chapter 10, he said, I give unto them, talking about his sheep, talking about me and talking about you, those that have accepted him by faith and believed on him to life everlasting. He said, I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which giveth them me is greater than all, and no man shall be able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I know it upsets some people when they hear this, and I've got good brethren among the free wills that don't agree totally with this, but I thank God whether they believe it or whether they don't, whether they receive it or whether they don't, they got it, my beloved friend. He gave unto us eternal life, the very millisecond that we believed on him. We're not going to get it when we get down to the end of the way. If our good outweighs our bad, we, we are right now current possessors of eternal life. I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My father, which giveth them me is greater than all and no man shall be able to pluck them out of my father's hands. Thanks be unto God. I'm glad that the word brings eternal life. And then last of all, my beloved friend, I want to look in verse number four, verse number four. 
of First uh, uh, John uh, chapter 1. Again, we read verse number 4, And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. I want to tell you, beloved, I'm so thankful that the word of life, the living word of God, the living logos, my beloved friend, the living word of God, the living word of life, it brings unto us joy if we've been saved by the grace of God. John 15 11 said, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be fit full. Amen. What a blessing that is. First John 1 and 8, he said, Believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. I want to tell you, God gave you joy. Amen. But beloved friend, it seems like there's a lot of Christians walking around like they've been sucking on a pickle, my beloved friend, and they just don't seem like they're happy at all. I want to tell you, we ought to be happy Christians. We don't have to go to that awful place that's called hell. We are guaranteed that we have eternal life. We are guaranteed a home in glory one day after a while. And he give us joy, my beloved friend. And thank God. And the scripture tells us the joy of the Lord is your strength. I want to tell you, beloved friend, God wants to give you joy. He wants you to be happy. He wants to bless you, my beloved friend. But also many people today are just miserable. And I believe the reason for that is that they're just not really living up close to the cross like that they ought to be and uh, they're they're like david they're in the shape that david was in when he had sinned against god and he had stolen Bathsheba away from uriah the hittite and, and uh, uh, then tried to cover it up my beloved friend by uh, not directly killing the man but 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 causing his death and 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 david thought that he that he had it hidden and of course, the chastening hand of God fell upon him, and David discovered that he lost his joy, and he cried out to the Lord, and he repented, and he cried out and said, Lord, restore unto me the joy of my salva of thy salvation. Excuse me, I, I almost misspoke there. I almost called it my salvation, but it's not mine. It's his. It's not yours. It's his, my beloved friend, and he gave it to you, and he's not an Indian giver, by the way. It'll last forever. What a blessing that is. But he wants you, my beloved, to be a happy Christian. He wants you to enjoy your salvation, my beloved. He, he wants not only you to have joy, but he wants your joy to be, be full. What a blessing that is. And he said, I give unto, uh, uh, joy unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Amen. He, he, he wants to give you a, a beloved friend, joy, and, uh, and and the word of life brings joy, and that's another reason to read it, amen. We read the word of God. We see uh, in the word of God what God has done for us and, and, and how great things he's done for us and all the effort and, and the great plan of salvation that he had from, the, from before the beginning. My beloved, Jesus, Christ, God uh, the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Ghost planned together that one day that, he, that Jesus would come, my beloved, and he would bleed and die on the cross of Calvary that we might be saved. And what a blessing that is. And when we read the word of God, it brings us joy. Thank God I'm glad that the word of life brings joy. Well, we trust that the uh, today's episode's been a blessing to you. I trust that it has, and if it has, we, as I said at the beginning of the program, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd email us uh, sermon, through Sermon Audio or you'd uh, comment uh, through YouTube or uh, Facebook, however you, however you get the message, 
And uh, beloved, we'd ask that if it is a blessing to you to share it on uh, social uh, media platforms, tell your friends about it. And we'd like to see this thing grow and, and folk begin, more folk begin to listen. But in any event, we hope that it's been a blessing to you. Till we meet again, God bless you is my prayer.